morning. Good morning. Welcome here to the Church of St. Dunstan in Mineola, Texas. We welcome those who are joining us by live stream, those who are sitting by the lake in Montana and other places. Uh, this morning we are going to uh, use Rite 1 of the Book of Common Prayer as we worship together. But before we begin those prayers, we want to take a moment and pray for our Sunday school as they prepare to go and spend their time together. Father, thank you so much for all that you give to us, and we thank you for these children and for their teachers. We pray that you'd surround them with your presence, that you'd fill them with your peace and grace, that you'd lead them in their time. Lord, give them revelation and let them know your love. In Jesus' name. Amen. So we will continue on page 323 for those who are following in the book. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And blessed be his kingdom, now and forever. Almighty God, Almighty God, unto whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit that we may perfectly love thee and worthily magnify thy holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear what our Lord Jesus Christ said. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. to receive the prayers of thy people who call upon thee, and grant that they may both perceive and know what things they ought to do, 
and also may have grace and power faithfully to fulfill the same. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. I invite you to be seated and to be attentive as God's word is proclaimed through us. first reading is from Amos. This is what the Lord God showed me. The Lord was standing beside a wall built with a plumb line, with a plumb line in hand, and the Lord said to me, Amos, what do you see? And I said, a plumb line. Then the Lord said, see, I am setting a plumb line in the midst of my people, Israel. I will never again pass them by. The high places of Isaac shall be made desolate, and the sanctuaries of Israel shall be laid waste. And I will rise against the house of Jeroboam with the sword. Then Asmarath, the priest of Bethel, sent to King Jeroboam of Israel, saying, Amos, has conspired against you in the very center of the house of Israel. The land is not able to bear all his words. For thus Amos has said, Jeroboam shall die by the sword, and Israel must go into exile away from his land. And Amaziah said to Amos, O seer, go, flee away to the land of Judah, Earn your bread there, and prophesy there, but never again prophesy in Bethel, for it is the king's sanctuary, and it is the temple of the kingdom. Then Amos answered Esmara, I am no prophet, nor a prophet's son, but I am a herdsman and a dresser of sycamore trees. And the Lord took me from following the flock, and the Lord said to me, Go, prophesy my people, Israel. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please recite with me Psalm 85 responsorily. I will listen to what the Lord God is saying. For he is speaking peace to his faithful people and to those who turn their hearts to him. Truly, his salvation is very near to those who fear him. That his glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Truth shall spring up from the earth. And righteousness shall look down from heaven. The Lord will indeed grant prosperity. And our land will yield its increase. Righteousness shall go before him. And he shall be a pathway for his feet. For he will be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. 
Our second reading is from Ephesians. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, just as he chose us in the Christ before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless before him in love. He destined us for adoption as his children through Jesus Christ, according to the good pleasure of his will, to praise of his glorious grace that he will freely bestow on us in the, us in the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace that he lavished upon us. With all wisdom and insight, he has made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, that he set forth in Christ, and as a plan for the fullness of time to gather up all things in him, things in heaven and things in our, on earth. In Christ, we have obtained an inheritance, having been destined according to the purpose of him, who accomplishes all things according to his counsel and his will, and that we, who were first to set our hope on Christ, might live for the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you had heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and had believed in him, were marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. This is the pledge of our inheritance toward redemption as God's own people to the praise of his glory. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. Mark. Glory be to thee, O Lord. King Herod heard of it, for Jesus' name had become known. Some were saying, John the baptizer has been raised from the dead, and for this reason these powers are at work in him. But others said, It is Elijah. And others said, It is a prophet like one of the prophets of old. But when Herod heard of it, he said, John, whom I beheaded, has been raised. For Herod himself had sent men who arrested John, bound him and put him in prison on account of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, because Herod had married her. For John had been telling Herod, it is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. And Herodias had a grudge against him and wanted to kill him, but she could not. For Herod feared John, knowing that he was a righteous and holy man, and he protected him. When he heard him, he was greatly perplexed, and yet he liked to listen to him. But an opportunity came when Herod on his birthday gave a banquet for his courtiers and officers and for the leaders of Galilee. When his daughter Herodias came in and danced, she pleased Herod and his guests, and the king said to the girl, Ask me for that, for whatever you wish, and I will give it. And he solemnly swore to her, Whatever you ask me, I will give you, even half of my kingdom. She went out and said to her mother, What should I ask for? She replied, The head of John the baptizer. Immediately she rushed back to the king and requested, I want you to give me at once the head of John the Baptist on a platter. The king was deeply grieved, yet out of regard for his oaths and for the guests, he did not wish, want to refuse her. Immediately the king sent a soldier of the guard with orders to bring John's head. He went and beheaded him in the prison, brought his head on a platter, and gave it to the girl. Then the girl gave it to her mother. When his disciples heard about it, they came and took his body and laid it in a tomb. This is the Gospel of Christ. Praise be to you, Christ. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise for this day and for all your goodness to us. We thank you for your word that you've spoken. Lord, we ask that you'd open our hearts and minds to receive it. Lord, we ask you to give us revelation. Father, we pray that you would send your spirit here, that you touch each one of us. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask you to pour out your Holy Spirit on us. Lord, I ask you to give me words to speak, but that my own words and thoughts might be forgotten. In Jesus' name, amen. We invite you uh, to be seated. There are certain uh, movies that have become a significant uh, part of our life. And uh, as our children's spouses or potential spouses discovered, you either got to like them or at least understand them or you ain't going to fit in. And uh, there's some themes in some of these. Uh, among them, uh, silliness uh, comes quite highly. 
But there's one uh, film that uh, kind of came to mind this week. It has uh, John Candy and Dan Aykroyd, which are two rather uh, entertaining people, at least for me. But there's a movie came out years and years ago called The Great Outdoors. And so uh, John Candy's character, Chet, has brought his family out to the lake, to, to the rural place, to just enjoy the time together. And uh, his brother-in-law shows up with his family unannounced, and that's Roman. And so at one point, they're sitting there by the lake, and Roman you know, wants to know from Chet, why would you come here if you could go anywhere? And so they have this exchange about what they're looking at. And so I'm hoping that this microphone will pick this up. You'll get to hear this this short little exchange, so hopefully we hear it. Yeah, the whole week you'll be here. Can you hear uh, it? Okay. Oh, wow. Just something. So anyway, you're an intelligent man. Thank you. Make a good living. Not bad. Get a good life. Pretty good. Answer me one question. Sure. Why the hell would you want to come up to a planet-infested no-man's land like this and live like a barbarian for a week? Hmm. You wouldn't understand. Try me. I have great memories of this country when I was a kid. You know, I used to come up here with my dad. And I want the boys to have the same memories. I would look around you, homie. For God's sakes, this is this is this is beautiful country here. Take a good look. I'll tell you what I see when I look out there. If you want to know. Hey, yeah, I'm curious. I see the underdeveloped resources of northern Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Michigan. I see a syndicated development consortium exploiting over a billion and a half dollars in forest products. I see a paper mill, and if the strategic metals are there, a mining operation. A green belt between the condos on the lake and a waste management facility, focusing on the newest rage in toxic waste, medical refuse. Infected bandages, body parts, IV tubing, contaminated glassware, entrails, syringes, fluid, blood, low-grade radioactive waste, all safely contained, sunken in the lake, and sealed for centuries. Now, I ask you, what do you see? I, I just see, uh, see trees. <laughs> there, I, I shut that off so it won't ring later. Um, <laughs> talk about a difference in, in perception. I mean, it's, it's a remarkable uh, movie. If you've never seen it, you can watch and find out about the old 96er. But um, it, it just struck me. This week, the other day, actually, I was looking on... on uh, computer and I saw a picture a friend of mine had posted and it's her granddaughter sitting in this vehicle and you can just kind of see that it's a white vehicle she's sitting there in the seat and I read the caption and what I read was a fast car is a special thing and then I looked at it again and I realized what it said is a first car is a special thing and I had one of those moments where my eyes saw what I wanted my eyes to see. To me, a fast car would be a special thing. But when I reread it, I understood what, what Grandma was saying. She, you know, she just felt this joy.